Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. This week's broadcast is an intensive study of the nature of the mark of the beast. It doesn't identify the Antichrist, but posits the idea of the mark coming from personal digital ID, starting with your acceptance of a non-mark of the beast in the form of a vaccine that can be enhanced later on, perhaps, even if you disagree that the mark of the beast is something digital, please listen to this rather technical, at times, broadcast. I have tried to make the technicalities easy to understand, and you need to know these things, especially if you believe that 5G and the mark of the beast go hand in hand. In previous weeks, I have spoken about the possibility that a vaccine will deliver the mark of the beast. Most people don't know what the mark will entail. The new vaccine delivery method appears to be the means to separate people into one or the other of the two kingdom systems that exist on the earth. These have existed together on earth since the creation of the human species, a species that Hasatan has repeatedly messed with, especially in the realm of genetics. Remember the situation from the days of Noah. One kingdom belongs to the Creator, Yahweh Elohim, the other to Yahweh's archenemy, the created being known as Hillel, the that's the Latin name of the Roman church being Lucifer, Isaiah fourteen twelve. The Roman Church's system is only one of the many contrived by Hillel. Other religious systems created by Hillel are all designed to have people worship him instead of Yahweh because it is the worship of one or the other that defines to which one the person belongs. The reason the mark of the beast will so easily fool people is because of the current spiritual awakening. This awakening is taking the form of individuals walking in Torah, the Messianic Jewish movement that has picked up steam in recent decades, the black Hebrew Israelite and the Hebrew Roots movements and other movements. Mostly these are Christians that have awakened to the Torah since 1948, with the bulk of them moving towards Torah since the 1990s. The Catholic and Protestant churches are falling by the wayside and will completely crumble when the Jewish Antichrist is revealed. Hillel's coming beast system will not look like Babylon, Persia, Greece, or Rome, although these are the basis of his system. John, in Revelation, calls Jerusalem Mystery Babylon, not only because Yahweh had in the Tanakh equated Jerusalem with Babylon, 
and because the Jews took up Babylon's mystery religions but also because John was not able to see everything about mystery Babylon our view of Jerusalem is coming clearer only now so Hillel's Jerusalem mystery Babylon beast will not look like the former wicked empires no it will have a completely different look it will have the appearance of righteousness and what will that appearance be Revelation 13:11 says I saw another beast coming up out of the earth he had two horns like a lamb and he spoke like a dragon the two horns like a lamb are symbolic of Christianity and Judaism but the Christian horn will not be the regular church horn that we think of usually that horn is specific to those who do not keep Easter but Passover and who also believe Yeshua is Messiah and God in the flesh these Yeshua believers are being targeted by the rabbinic international conversion ring that Yeshua warned us about in Matthew 23:15. woe to you scribes and Pharisees hypocrites for you travel around by sea and land to make one proselyte and when he becomes one you make him twice as much a son of Gehenna as yourselves you see the beast will appear righteous like the lamb that unsuspecting believers associate with God the God who brought the Israelites out of Egypt and who said he will reestablish his kingdom after Hillel has had 6,000 years to establish his and which Yahweh will conquer that beast system and its mark has its base in Judaism which is informed by the Kabbalah and other evil mystical practices you see mysticism is all that Hillel has to offer because he cannot offer salvation or eternal life and you know face to face communication with the creator of the universe but he can confuse people into believing they can achieve a eternal life through their own practices and become God in their own right and this will be part of the appeal of the mark of the beast people will get caught in the beast's trap a system of seemingly righteous religious practices that seem to appeal to Hebrew roots and Messianic Jewish believers and that involve keeping Sabbath eating kosher and practicing the rituals of clean and unclean you know people will be required to enter this Judaism system through some means called a mark now you know Yahweh's people are marked by the Sabbath Satan's people will also be marked by the Sabbath that is what the buying and selling prohibition is about for those without Hillel's mark in their flesh the Sabbath of Yahweh marks our soul with his Ruach who seals us Judaism's and Hillel's Sabbath marks the flesh 
and seals the person for that kingdom which by the way is going away Hillel's or Satan's system will be in every way a mimicry of Yahweh's kingdom system which is a non-religious system Yahweh's kingdom system is non-religious he did not create religion he created a kingdom with a particular set of laws for his citizens to obey so keeping kosher is evidence that we belong to Yahweh as is obeying the rituals of clean and unclean and all the other going to Jerusalem for the feasts and so forth but the beasts people will also be marked by these things in the flesh by those same practices under the mark of the beast system so how will the two groups of people each members of opposite and competing kingdoms who are at war with each other be identified well Hillel cannot use the mere keeping of the Sabbath or these other practices as a mark the way Yahweh does because these are activities of Yahweh's righteous kingdom Halel needs a real mark one that is visible or that can become visible upon inspection now enter Bill Gates's new vaccine delivery system the invisible tattoo otherwise known as quantum tattoo you can read about this technology all over the internet so I won't repeat it here the purpose for bringing this up is to show you how this technology will not only deliver vaccine records embedded in your skin that are invisible to the naked eye but that can be seen with the proper equipment even smartphones but the question of which messiah you swear is your messiah can be embedded in there as well will you choose the coming Jewish human Messiah who will declare himself God or the Messiah of Israel who came through the tribe of Judah 2,000 years ago who proved that he is God in the flesh through many ways including the things he said and his resurrection this may sound obvious but let me say it anyway the lack of acceptance of the Jewish man Messiah will result in the lack of a mark of the beast the lack of a mark will prevent you from entering stores malls hospitals dental offices banks and even Temple Mount you won't even be able to travel Temple Mount authorities already have and used full body scanners as easily as having put technology into a smartphone that can detect the quantum tattoo that technology will be and probably already has been put into full body scanners in anticipation of future need the wickedness of Bill Gates's quantum tattoo vaccine 
is even worse than you may think because the original use of the delivery system could come via a health care scare like this one. Not only the next tattoo delivery system will be different than needle shots, but the history of vaccinations is in itself wicked. And that's the next topic in today's report. Vaccinations are made from aborted babies' cells. The use of aborted babies' cells have been the basis of scientific study since the 1960s. One area of study is the means to make humans immortal. Fetal cells are used by researchers because they are immortal. I'm going to read that to you according to this Harvard article from June 2019 in which Harvard Medical School Dean George Daly spoke with the Gazette about fetal cells calling them the workhorses of the medical research industry and saying they form a line of immortal cells. Fetal tissue research is research on the tissues that result from either elective or spontaneous abortions. The use of fetal tissues has contributed to the development of numerous vaccines that have saved countless lives and prevented a huge burden of disease, especially in childhood, as well as various therapeutic strategies for diseases affecting adults. Well, stop right there. According to the statements of many doctors, vaccines may, and that is a big if, may prevent disease. But vaccines have not proven to be an effective therapy once the disease is contracted by the individual. So this altruistic statement, you know, that we're giving the aborted baby's life for the life of another is nothing but a lie and a way to make a gray area so people can't choose between the right to life for one over another it's why people can't decide if abortion is murder after many decades of experience, we know the cell lines that grow from early fetuses are easier to grow and more plastic in their properties and consequently have lent themselves to very vigorous establishment and use in laboratories. Cell lines from fetal tissue are important research tools. This is a cell what is a cell line? And why is it important to scientific research? Well, Daly says, When we establish a colony of cells in a Petri dish growing in a nutrient liquid, those cells will divide. One cell becomes two, two becomes four, four become eight, and before you know it, you've got millions of cells that can be studied. And the Gazette asks, and therefore a specific type of tissue? And Daly says, that's right. 
we establish a population of cells in a petri dish that are all the same cell type one might cultivate a petri dish full of liver cells or brain cells or muscle cells or blood cells and those become enormously powerful tools for studying tissue development and here's a kicker at some low frequency some of these cells will become immortal notice that daily doesn't tell us what that specific low frequency is but folks there's a clue about one of the reasons for the onslaught of 5G 5G uses very high frequencies to send data but its carrier signal can carry low frequencies as well here is what uh, fizz.ucon.edu says um, about and they're using the music analogy if we play two notes one at 500 hertz and one at 502 hertz they will beat together with a frequency of 2 hertz or if we play a note at 500 hertz and another at 625 hertz there will be a beat frequency of 125 hertz these are called combination tones what we are talking about here is a wideband digital communication frequency modulation folks your radio has all these bands the carrier signal carries them all and that uses orthogonal frequency division multiplexing OFDM and that's a type of digital transmission and a method of encoding digital data on multiple carrier frequencies but now here's where the low band comes in that low band that one megahertz that's the lowest could be the frequency band that will allow fetal cells that have been injected into your body along with a virus that changes your DNA like we know coronavirus does to respond as if that body is immortal the 5 gigahertz band wave will send data signals to the nanobots and other electronic receptors in the tattoo and in your body to change your behavior if you get out of line I've talked about that also in recent weeks now go back to the Gazette article non-fetal cells in a petri dish typically have a long uh, limited lifespan fetal cells tend to have a much prolonged lifespan and occasionally will convert into an immortal cell type that will then be considered a cell line a lineage of cells deriving from its original forebears but that can be perpetuated forever in culture many of these lines derived from fetal tissues have become workhorses of research around the globe in other words these cell lines are shared with labs all over the earth 
They're employed in developing vaccines and have become vehicles for generating and manufacturing gene therapy products. One can see how vitally important they are to cell biology and to biomedical research. And the Gazette asks, some people have asked, aren't stem cells a viable replacement for fetal tissue? Daily answers and says, my research over the last two decades has included deriving continuous cell lines from human embryos, creating so-called embryonic stem cell lines. These embryonic stem cell lines can grow forever in a Petri dish, and they've been enormously powerful tools for research, and the first therapies derived from embryonic stem cells are being tested in the clinic. However, they alone aren't an adequate substitute for fetal tissue. We need to compare and contrast the results of our experiments in the Petri dish with what actually happens during human fetal development, and for that, we need fetal tissue. For that kind of research, researchers need dead babies. And if this doesn't make you sick, nothing will. Thus, the planned parenthood industry feeds the research to create immortality in humans, and that research is intended to make immortal humans also disease-free. In this article from 2018 about the use of fetal cell research to create immortality in humans, which is from brightside.me, we read, Companies like Google are now investing millions of dollars into the research of eternal life. Along with the breakthroughs, scientists have also come across some challenges as well. Immortality has fascinated people for thousands of years. The prospect of living forever has had such a strong case against the fear of dying that people have been looking for an elixir or a remedy to prolong life for many centuries. The idea of immortality is so captivating that modern science and medicine may bring us as close to discovering a solution as ever. For example, at Northwestern University in the U.S., scientists learn to turn off the genetic switch that causes aging, however, not in humans yet, but in worms. Of course, it's a huge step from worms to humans, but this technique is already an important achievement. Another achievement was to revive old mice by infusing blood from young mice. Researchers think this procedure could also work on humans. Think Bohemian Grove and all those sacrifices of babies and children and then the participants inject the blood from those sacrifices. They may also be drinking that blood. Silicon Valley is also involved in this science and we have some big names standing behind the research. A great amount of money is being put forward for immortality research and there are many celebrities who are involved in the contribution. Larry Ellison, one of the five richest men on earth and one of the owners of Oracle. 
Sir Jay Brin, co-founder of Google and the Calico Foundation, which focuses on health, well-being, and longevity. Aubrey de Grey, a scientist and a researcher, the founder of numerous studies on regenerative medicine. These famous people confessed that they're afraid of aging and death and they're now investing in finding remedies against this seemingly inevitable outcome. Science and author of Ending Aging in 2007, Aubrey de Grey, is working on strategies to exclude death from our genes. He is currently working on the seven deadly sins, things that cause aging on a cellular level. Folks, these wicked people just told you that they know that sin leads to death. And in mimicry of what Yahweh said using the word sins, they are coming up with their own way to counteract their wages, the wages for their sins. Here is one of the five ways scientists believe they will be able to achieve immortality. By unlocking the gene power, by cracking the mysteries of genes, scientists may be able to find an immortality gene and implant it. Think Mark of the Beast. They have an agenda. It is immortal life without the specter of disease so they won't have a miserable immortal life dealing with disease. But immortality and cure for all diseases will only include those who take the mark of the beast. But I have a caveat for that. So keep listening. It is hard to find the truth online sometimes, but it is there if you know how to research. And I thank Yahweh every day that he provided a job where I learned to manipulate the databases online and got paid for it too. The story that the general population of researchers makes is different than what you've just heard regarding the use of aborted fetal cells. They put an altruistic and humanitarian spin on it. It's because some scientists hope they might provide cures for a range of diseases from Parkinson's to crushed spinal cords, they say. Stop. The New World Order folks hope to one day get around to their eugenics program where they kill off all the people who refused to take the mark of the beast to get Halel's fake immortality and those other ones that they dub as useless eaters even though they have supposedly taken the mark. And that's the caveat I just mentioned. Do not think you will be the recipient of the immortality and disease cures in the mark of the beast system. I don't know how I know this, except that the Father has shown me that the injection 
and the tattoo that you get won't have the good stuff in it. That stuff will be reserved for those who are not useless eaters. So you won't benefit from the Mark of the Beast's tattoo in any way. You will, however, lose your eternal life with Yahweh. Now, back to the article uh, by NBC News. Fetal cells were used to develop vaccines, including the measles and polio vaccines. Companies such as Neural Stem Inc. have developed cells taken from aborted fetuses into possible therapies. They're testing some now in people with crushed spinal cords who cannot walk to see if the cells can grow over the injury and restore the nerve connections. A team at Harvard Medical School's McLean Hospital has been testing fetal stem cells in patients with Parkinson's disease. In Parkinson's, the brain cells that produce an important message-carrying chemical called dopamine are destroyed. The transplants aim to replace those cells and restore the dopamine. They've had dramatic effects in some patients, not so dramatic effects in others. Scientists also extract cells from the bodies of those who have just died. The case of diabetes especially illustrates why fetal tissue might be needed. Not enough people donate organs after death. There's a procedure called the Edmonton Protocol in which pancreatic cells can be transplanted from the bodies of people who have just died. It's given several hundred patients a break from taking insulin, although the transplant eventually fails in almost everyone and they must return to taking insulin. Diabetes researchers complain it's very difficult to get the pancreas cells they need because there is such a shortage of donated organs. Another excuse for killing babies According to the United Network for Organ Sharing, more than 123,000 Americans are waiting for an organ transplant. So great! Scientists think they can use both fetal and adult cells to cure disease. Some will say, that's wonderful! And when they get a cure for diseases, actually I think it is possible the cures already exist, the doors will open for people to be cured, and entering through that door will require swearing an oath to the Jewish Antichrist, which is the same as swearing to worship Hillel, Lucifer, the dragon, Hasatan, the old serpent. However, as I said before, unless you're one of them and not just some useless eater, your vaccine, your tattoo will be different. It won't give you immortality or make you disease free. In fact, it will probably give you a disease. Hang on, I'm going to share that with you too. 
all the mark will do for you is make you susceptible to behavior modification by the use of 5G to send input to the little nanobots now in your body. For now, though, they need people to become unafraid of being vaccinated and to think that vaccinations work to cure disease and their opportunity has come knocking because Yahweh is making use of COVID-19 for his purposes. The biological weapon that the New World Order planned to use in the future to coerce people into Halel's system was released early. They were not prepared, and they are not yet ready with all the components of the system they need to have in place. The Sanhedrin-controlled Israeli government is just now rising to full power. The Sanhedrin has been pulling strings for decades like a puppet master, but now this beast has legs. But the first weapon to corral people into the beast's system came too early. So the globalists are scrambling and they change their stories almost daily. And by the way, that 2018 Brightside article that said uh, immortality was coming said the immortality might only be 17 years away. Now, this is 2020. That means it's only 15 years away, but don't be fooled. You know, they only tell us about the technology and say it's in the future only after it has already been known to work. So they're starting to change their stories back and forth. You know, Fauci has been getting pushed back from Americans about the vaccine. And, you know, Donald Trump has had to reassure Americans that the vaccine will be voluntary. Well, the mark of the beast will be voluntary, folks. But then you have to ask the question... Why did the U.S. military purchase 500 million vaccine doses a few weeks ago and the U.S. government just purchased 300 million this past week? You know, that's 700 million doses. The U.S. doesn't even have that many people. Now, if you think I'm way out on a science fiction limb and falling into science fiction here is an article from natural news in which Mike Adams explains some things that you need to understand about COVID-19 his article titled titled rather witchcraft or vaccines COVID-19 vaccine will contain GMOs and continuous you know those immortal aborted human fetal cells which develop into cancer in your body oh (laughs) that's the disease they want to give you 
He says, vaccine sorcery, oh, that pharmacia thing from the book of Revelation is underway, folks. And if you don't learn how to read vaccine literature right now, says Mike Adams, you are in for a rude awakening. Most health care workers have no clue what they're injecting into their patient's muscle tissue. They just regurgitate what they hear from the top. The script that's siphoned, censored, and peer-reviewed by a highly experimental industry that can never be sued for anything. This is medical sorcery, according to Mike Adams. Pharmacia, according to the book of Revelation. These scientists who engineer sickness by breeding it in infective animal cells, he says think chicken eggs, even including African green monkey kidney cells, and then combining all that with multiple live virus strains and MRC5 abortion cells that have been genetically manipulated, modified, and mutated with foreign DNA insertions in Inversions and deletions. These dirty vaccine sorcery pharmacia injections are embedded, get that word, embedded with codes in viruses meant to attack human tissue. Let me repeat that. They are embedded with codes in viruses meant to attack human tissue, your cleansing organs, your brain, your central nervous system. They're using recombinant DNA, which is just a technical word for genetically mutated and highly unpredictable human albumin. There is nothing proven safe and nothing proven effective about injecting today's vaccines. This is what they call heightened immune response and it's dangerous in the short term and deadly in the long term. This is not some simple short list of side effects from necessary medicine. It's medical crime and it's about to be fully brought to light. I don't know if I would say it's going to be brought to light. It's going to be brought to market. The aborted human cells used in vaccines come from lung tissue and are considered abnormal cells because they keep dividing, spreading, multiplying in the human body after being injected. And that is the definition of cancer. And earlier you heard me read what that Harvard researcher said. They multiply. That's the definition of cancer. You can find these cancer-causing cannibal-style injections listed on the CDC vaccine website, and you might even recognize a few of them. These dangerous and dirty vaccines include the MMR, which is measles, mumps, and rubella, hepatitis A and B, chicken pox, varicella, polio, and in the works now, wait for it, he says, novel coronavirus or COVID-19. 
The company cheered in mainstream headlines, Moderna, that's claiming to be developing a COVID-19 vaccine, is using human abortion cells to do it. It's just plain witchcraft, says Mike Adams, and the benefits, if any at all anymore, do not outweigh the risk. Doctors, nurses, and pharmacists do not understand this, and even if they do, they can never speak out without getting fired or forever labeled anti-vax and anti-science. This is population control and cancer breeding exposed by forensic medicine experts. Vaccine witch doctors, that's Mike's words, are using aborted human fetal cells that are cancerous called oncocells or oncogenes that are proven to be mutagenic Notice base word mutant here and literally the cause of autoimmune disorders. We're talking about bioweapons that are bred in monkey kidneys and human abortion tissue diploids and they breed indefinitely. Now, let me make this sound even more science fiction-y. I said a few weeks ago that the DNA experiments are aimed by Hasatan at creating Nephilim out of humans without having to breed with humans. That's right. You take this mark of the beast medicine in your body and you will have the unhappy fate of having been made into a Nephilim incapable of disobeying Satan. And your fate will be the same as all the Nephilim who are the ones from the past and the current ones the beast, the antichrist, the false prophet who will be thrown into that lake of fire that comes out from under Yahweh's throne now back to the article in other words the mechanism has been deleted that controls and limits how they that's those cells divide and multiply making them by default carcinogenic It's a mutant injection that is turning humans into mutants. Now he says think cat mad cow disease. I just said think Nephilim. And these cells have been used since the 1960s in vaccines. So don't think it's something brand new that the scientists are using because they're in some rush to save us all from COVID-19. That's all propaganda, folks. And that's all I'm going to say from Mike Adams' article. Those were his words and a few of mine thrown in there. I'm telling you to watch out for the Nephilim thing. It's coming. But cancer, now, there's a disease that everybody wants a cure for. They are going to give you cancer so they can blackmail you into taking the health-related mark of the beast in order for you to get your cure, but you won't actually get cured. You'll get 
killed. You'll get the cancer along with no immortality gene and you will die in their eugenics program plus you will lose your eternal life. Such a deal as the Jews say. And here is forensic nurse Rachel Seller. And here is the link to the Italian reports that Seller is going to mention in this audio. And here what she has to say about this as well. A forensic nurse who is a registered nurse, this is what she has to say. Hi everyone, my name is Rachel Seller and I'm a registered nurse. My specialty is forensic nursing. I expose medical crime one misdiagnosis at a time. I help people discover the root cause of disease. I'm also a holistic nurse, so I specialize in all things natural medicine, integrative and functional medicine. Today, I have a very important message for you about vaccines containing MRC5 cell line. This is an urgent message, but before I go into it, I wanna tell you a little bit about myself. When I graduated high school, I joined the United States Navy and I became a hospital corpsman. I remember injecting newborn babies with vitamin K and hepatitis B vaccine. I was 18 years old. At the time, I really didn't quite understand what I was doing. Looking back now, I also remember people leaving from boot camp on crutches after receiving hepatitis B vaccine. What we now know about vaccines is they are genetically modified organisms. They are made in a lab. They are using aborted human fetal cells. I also want to tell you that my brother, who's 18 years old, was vaccine injured. He went paralyzed from waist down after a flu shot, and none of the doctors knew what was wrong with him. He was also born with Down syndrome. So all these things compiled um, was very devastating for the family. And I will tell you today that these vaccines that they are making, uh, the only thing I can think of is calling it witchcraft, medical sorcery. This is vac- vaccine sorcery because the MRC5 cell line is actually used using aborted human fetal tissue. This fetal tissue has been around since the 1960s. And I want to teach you how to read medical literature like a pro. Every vaccine insert that contains MRC5 cell line has an insert. And on that insert, it will say MRC5. The most concerning thing to me is healthcare professionals, I don't think that all of them fully understand what they're injecting. The most important message that I can tell anyone is doctors, nurses, pharmacists, especially know what you're injecting into people. An MRC5 cell line contains aborted human fetal tissue from the 1960s. But the important thing to know about it is that it is an immortalized cell line. That means continuous. Anything that divides continuously is an abnormal cell. That is cancer. The other word that is really important to know is diploid, human diploid cells. That is human fetal tissue, okay? Some of the vaccines that contain MRC5 cell line are the MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, Varivax, chickenpox, hepatitis A and B, Twinrix, and the poliovax. The important thing to know also is that Dr. Andrew Wakefield said, we are living on a virgin soil, which means you think you have immunity to, or, you know, to measles, mumps, rubella, but you've never seen that because we've been given genetically modified vaccines. That's not the true measles, mumps, or rubella. So there's a report from an institution called Corvelva, and this is an institution out of Italy, and this is a report on the genome sequencing that basically they're showing. So here on the right, 
you have what they are considering normal human DNA. And on the left, notice the center, how it's all like spaghetti. So this DNA that they're creating in a lab has insertions, deletions, and translocations. What that mean is, what that means is the normal ATCG sequence that DNA has is being rewritten. The human genome is being rewritten by scientists. Um, and their AI God programs that they use to sequence DNA. This is, this is basically injecting cancer into your body. So there's a thousand large deletions. There's ten inversions. All of this comes from the aborted human uh, fetal cell line, the lung tissue in particular. So you can go to corvelva.it and print this out. I'm going to put a link below. Some important language, engineered cell line. This is testing for genetic stability. Engineered cell line. In this report, it talks about basically residual with residual DNA, it could be oncogenic. Oncogenic means cancer. That's oncocell, oncogen, oncogenes including the integration and expression of uncoded oncogenes or insertional mutagenesis, mutant, there's the word, following DNA integration. Residual DNA might be capable of transmitting viral infections if retroviral proviruses, integrated copies of DNA virus, or extrachromosomal genomes are present. So basically, they're taking aborted human fetal cells that are cancerous, and they are putting it into your vaccine. MRC5 cell line is a genetically modified cell line, but this is nothing new. That's in the insert. This is why we have cancer and autoimmune folks. It's very important not to fall into any of the cancer vaccine scams. Vaccines are bioweapons, and the ones that contain MRC5 cell line is a whole nother level of a bioweapon. It's grown in a monkey kidney, so this report here, um, wow, it's such a good report. So cell, certain cell lines with the ability to multiply indefinitely, which means they keep going. This, these cells have been around since the 1960s. It's in the polio vaccine. They've known that. And it's called continuous cell lines. For vac vaccines produced in continuous cell lines, both carcinogenic and non-carcinogenic risk assessment and risk mitigation must be performed. So that's that part of the report. The other part is, again, we're trying to rewrite the human genome. When you inject yourself, forget that. When people say that they don't want to eat genetically modified foods, that's one thing. But to understand the true mechanism of what is happening when you put a genetically modified organism into the body, that's, the, that's where the cancer and the autoimmune come in. So <laughs> this report, every family in the world should have this report. Um, you'll see a, an unusually high incidence of MS in nurses because nurses are given the vaccines. But it's a three series when they wanted to push that on us. So I don't inject vaccines into myself because I know the truth about vaccines. I know what's in them. They are bioweapons. And <laughs> my new term is medical sorcery. It's vaccine sorcery. This is witchcraft. Okay, this is this is basically people doing dark things in dark labs and the truth has always been there, but it's been suppressed. So in conclusion, we're talking about uh, several unknown variants, variants, and some are located in genes involving cancer. So they tell you everything in the report. Where's the other part of it? So conclusion. So in conclusion, uh, any vaccine that contains MRC5 cell line 
professionals, doctors, nurses, please, I, I just, I can't express enough how we have such a knowledge deficit in our community. And most pharmacists that I've asked aren't even really aware of MRC5 cell line or what it is to be able to explain it. But why would you inject cancer-laced vaccines into yourself, into your friends, into your family? Don't do it. As professionals that have a healthcare license, if you have a license to inject, please understand, read the inserts, do your do your homework and advocate for your patients, educate them about the truth about vaccines. So as a consequence, this vaccine should be considered defective and potentially dangerous for human health, in particular of the pediatric population who is much more vulnerable and to genetic and autoimmune damage due to the immaturity of the repair systems. If you want any information on the truth about vaccines, you can go to thetruthaboutcancer.com. You can look up Dr. Andrew Wakefield. And more importantly, I encourage you to watch Vaxxed, the movie, the CDC cover-up to catastrophe. The whistleblowers have been blowing the whistle for a long time. The truth is out. MMR vaccine is a cancer-laced vaccine. It causes cancer and autoimmune. Look at the vaccine insert. Read the ingredients. MRC5 cell line, human diploid, immortalized cell line, continuous cell line. That is all cancer, ladies and gentlemen. Very quickly, other areas fast moving toward digital ID, you know, getting you ready to want that thing in your skin so you won't have to carry a physical certificate, are the travel and retail industries. With a digital implant, you will be able to pass by those pesky lines at the airport and the retail store clerk will immediately recognize and know your needs when you arrive to shop. Ooh, those are just great benefits. These systems are also being touted as contactless. Oh yeah, social distancing made permanent. Wow! And why? If you can't get close to anyone, you can't tell them where the next protest against the Jewish beast will be held, or how to avoid being caught by FEMA. The greatest appeal to get the mark of the beast will not just be about getting food, as we have always thought, or traveling and shopping, without being inconvenienced. The New World Order folks know that you can grow food and barter with others to get it. And while traveling is a pain, it's one that doesn't last that long. It's not a constant, but only an occasional pain for most folks. And better shopping is not really a good reason to sell your soul to Hillel, is it? The greater appeal will be the cure for your disease that they have carefully crafted with the chemicals in the processed food that wreck your health and by giving you the deadliest disease of all, cancer, in the very medicine they tell you will cure diseases. And, oh, the cherry on top of that cake will be the temptation to become immortal. The beast wants to give some people, not you, immortality without disease as a mimic of Yahweh's eternal life. Immortality will be worthless if you're sick all the time. 
This disease-less immortality will prove that Hasatan and not Yahweh deserves to be worshipped. And now you know what abortions have to do with the mark of the beast. Thank you for listening to the Jerusalem Report on Beast Watch News. Full news coverage with a Hebraic perspective of the headlines fulfilling Bible prophecy. Remember to financially and prayerfully support Beast Watch News for keeping you up to date. Send your donation to Beast Watch News today. It takes money to operate this ministry, and your help is much appreciated. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.